Hello, this is Mary Mack from Mary Mack Bakehouse. I just wanted to remind you that our store is always open on our website, MaryMacPodcast.com. We have 16 or so varieties of oat bran muffin mixes, uh, an oat bran oatmeal-based pancake mix, several bread mixes, I think seven different bread mixes. Four of those are rye's. And some good dip mixes, spinach dip mix, a funny little cheese ball mix that's really good, and some fruit dip mixes. And the reason I'm reminding you of this is because the holidays are upon us. And, you know, food makes a great gift, and mixes make a great gift, especially healthy ones. So if you're looking for a unique gift to give to a unique person, check out our store on MaryMacPodcast.com. Because you know what they say, the best way to someone's heart is through their stomach. Hello and welcome to In the Kitchen with Mary Mack. I just want to say, there's stuffing you should know. <laughs> yep, today we're going to talk about stuffing. It's November in the United States and in other countries too. <laughs> This is getting this is getting worse and worse. I give up. <laughs> it's November. No, no, just here it's November. It's November in the Only States. in Western Pennsylvania. The rest of you yeah. turned your calendars back a month and it's October. Wait, that's what daylight savings time is, right? We all turned back a month. <laughs> oh, help, help me, help me. So anyway, it's November, and in the United States, we celebrate Thanksgiving in November. And I'm sure it's celebrated other places for other reasons, a sort of a holiday where you cook a big meal and have all sorts of side dishes with it. I'm going to give you our classic family recipe for stuffing, which is a good, it's a simple, good recipe. It's not anything weird. I, I'm not, um, I don't like weird things in my stuffing. I know traditionally people like to chop up parts of the, turkey that I don't think should be eaten and put them into their stuffing. Ugh, I don't like that. I don't like mushrooms in stuffing. I don't like oysters in stuffing. I don't like anything that is the wrong texture in my stuffing. So I basically like a nice sort of a bread pudding like stuffing is what I like. And that's um, what my mom has been making this for years, probably because all of us were saying, ooh, every time she made stuffing with other things in it, we didn't like. So this is what she came down to. And like I said, it's, it's, it's a lot like a sort of a bread pudding. It has vegetables in it. And we also do not cook our stuffing in the bird. Okay. I don't like that. <laughs> among, add that to the list of things I don't like. It's pretty long. But I'm not a fan of stuffing that's been cooked inside the bird. What I like to do is cook my turkey and then make my stuffing. And lately we've been smoking a turkey, which will more than likely be our next podcast. And we may do that a little bit early so it's in time for Thanksgiving if you want to try it. But we've been smoking a turkey. So, of course, that doesn't lend itself to having stuffing inside of it. But I just, I, I'm not a fan of that. So I figured, you know. So... Technically, we make unstuffing. Yes, we make unstuffing. We stuff it into a crock pot. <laughs> so I'm going to just tell you how, you know, how we make our stuffing. 
give you the recipe, and then I'm going to tell you some other little things that we do with the same stuffing. It's it's a pretty versatile stuffing, actually. You can use it for a lot of different things. This stuffing works nice for um, doing stuffed chicken breasts, for doing stuffed pork chopped. We're just going to change the seasoning a little bit. So what my mom likes to do, to fancy it up a little bit, is she puts the stuffing into individual servings by way of rolling it into a ball because that makes it fancy, you know, if it's a little um, individual serving. So I'm going to talk about that too. But here is, this is the basic stuffing recipe. And what I did, I tried to do, I tried to like downsize it for a smaller family. But if you're having more people over, this doubles easily. I mean, you can just make it bigger and it's fairly commonsensical. Just add more bread, more vegetables, more butter, you know, more eggs, whatever. So these are the things that you need. And here we go. You need two loaves of bakery bread or Mary Mac Bakehouse bread. And that's like, um, my bread is like a daily loaf. So what the type of bread that you're looking for is not like an Italian bread that's real light, but you want a fairly dense loaf of bread to do this. You can use white bread. You can use whole wheat if you prefer. You can use, I've used oatmeal bread in this before, or you can use a blend, which is also really good. I've used a blend of all of those breads because I happen to have them. So I did. And what's, what's a great thing to do is say, if you're going to make your stuffing, and this also is a stuffing, you can make this early. You could make this like a day or two before and cook it and everything and just have it in your refrigerator and reheat it because it works really nice and everybody knows leftover stuffing tastes better. <laughs> so you're going to need two loaves of a nice dense bakery bread and you're going to cube those. You can either cut them into cubes with a knife or you can um, just tear them. And it's best if you buy them about three days before you're going to use them because that makes it, it, you don't want your bread to be real fresh because it's not Fresh bread does not lend itself to be, when you're doing something like this, it doesn't absorb the flavors the way you want it to because it's moist, so it's not like sucking up. So similar to when you make French toast or the French toast casserole. Right. You want your bread to be, like they say, day old, but really it's more like three day old, you know. But, you you know, not not real stale, but like that. And what I usually do is I cube it up. And I'll put it in a, a very large bowl and spread the cubes out and keep tossing them and let them dry out while I'm doing the other parts of this, okay? And this is a great part of the job that kids can help with. If you, you know, have your kids wash their hands and just tear the bread up into little pieces and tell them not to eat a lot of it while they're doing it. <laughs> Once you have that done, you'll need one large carrot or two small carrots shredded into a fine shred. One to two stalks of celery chopped up fine, and you can you want to chop up the leaves and everything up at the top. Don't don't waste anything. Chop up the leaves and everything. One medium onion peeled and chopped fine, and four tablespoons of butter, margarine, or a vegan spread because you can also make this vegan very easily. Okay, so I'm just going to give you that as I go along too. And you're also going to need one egg or a fourth cup of egg substitute or vegan egg like scramble it or just egg work really well. So you're going to need some herbs and spices also. You're going to need whatever, and this is another one of those things. Use what you like. If you don't like it, don't use it. Um, You can use thyme, parsley, sage, a little bit of paprika you can put in. You can put in turmeric a pinch of that, and then salt and pepper. So what I do is uh, you have your breadcrumbs in your big bowl, 
Okay. You're going to sprinkle a fourth teaspoon of salt, an eighth teaspoon of pepper, and then whatever herbs you choose to use, I'm going to say just a pinch. So a pinch is going to be well, a little less than an eighth teaspoon. So just a pinch of thyme. I usually use thyme and a little bit of sage, but you don't want to use a lot because it sage can be overpowering and thyme has a very nice flavor to it. So just that little pinch and parsley is very good in here and you can use fresh parsley or dried parsley. Okay. Sprinkle that on top of the vegetables and then toss it around so the herbs are well blended in. Then you're going to let that sit. And like I said, keep turning it over so the bread cubes can dry while you're getting your vegetables ready. So what you're going to do is melt your butter, margarine, or spread in a skillet. And then you're going to saute your onions, carrots, and celery in that butter until they're cooked well. You don't want them to be crunchy at all because amazingly they will still be crunchy after you bake your stuffing which is I don't even understand how that it can be but happens to me all the time if I try to rush and my celery isn't cooked doggone it it'll be crunchy in my stuffing so make sure things are cooked you can also add um, chopped garlic to this if you like garlic but use very very little and I'm gonna say like maybe I don't know, maybe a quarter teaspoon of garlic because it's of, you know, fresh garlic, very small amount because it's, it would easily overpower the other flavors. Okay. Once your vegetables are cooked, you want to let that cool for a few minutes, maybe like three or four minutes, and then carefully pour that over your bread cubes and, you know, clean your pan out well with a rubber scraper to get everything, get it all into your bread cubes and then stir that around. So those vegetables are all spread out in there. Okay, and you might have to use your hands because sometimes they get kind of piled up together. So break them up a little bit, move them around. Once you get that done, you can add your beaten egg or your fourth cup of egg substitute and mix well. And what you'll have is a little bit of a damp bread cube mixture. If it needs a little more moisture in it, you can add a half a cup to a cup of broth, pour over that also, and that also gives it some extra flavor. And you can use either um, turkey broth, chicken broth, vegetable broth, whatever you want, but that adds a little extra moisture too. Mix that up. And then what I do is I either bake it in a buttered casserole dish, or I cook it in a buttered crock pot. So if you put it in a casserole dish, make sure you get one that's big enough to hold it and you kind of press it down in there. You, you, you want to compact it a little bit. Don't put it in there all light and fluffy. You want to compact it a little bit. And then what I typically do is I bake it with the lid on for about an hour and then I'll take the lid off and let the top of it crisp for about maybe like 10 minutes. And that's usually enough in the oven, but you can also bake it and then just let it sit in the warm oven if you're doing other things or you have a warmer. Or like I said, you can bake it a couple of days ahead of time, cool, put it in the refrigerator, and then when the day you're going to have your dinner, take that out and reheat it. Now, if you do it in the crock pot, it's going to take about four hours so or possibly more. 
So what you want to do is butter your crock pot, do the same thing, put it down in there and press it in and put the lid on. And what's nice to do is if you do this in the morning and you have it on low, once it's done, and you'll be able to tell because it gets brown around the edges, you can turn it down to warm and just keep it warm and it'll stay nice. And like I said, you can always, you know, if you add the broth to it or if you have broth, if it looks like it dried out in the oven, you can add more broth over it and it'll come right back. And you get this very flavorful stuffing that's kind of dense and compacted, but it's it's just really good. Now, like I said about the stuffing balls, once you get your egg added in and you have your butter and your egg added in and everything, you want to add a little more uh, liquid to it just to make it moldable. You'll be able to tell when you're working with it. Um, you might need to put a little bit of broth in there, chicken broth, vegetable broth, whatever. But once you get it where it's moldable, you form them into balls not as big as a baseball because that's a lot of stuffing, <laughs> but about half the size of a baseball. Form them into balls and put your balls into a buttered 9 by 13 baking dish. So like a meatball size? A little bigger than a meatball. You want them to be about... Uh, probably... Like a meatball at an Italian-Italian restaurant. <laughs> Yeah, one of those big appetizer meatballs. Now, you know, like like maybe a half a cup of half a cup of size, I guess. Boy, that's terrible. Like a like an ice cream scoop at one of those expensive places. Mm. About that size. <laughs> but form that into a ball, and then you're gonna put those into a buttered nine by thirteen baking dish, a glass baking dish, cover with foil, and bake them in the oven for about an hour. And then again, you can do these ahead of time, cool them, and then reheat them when you're going to have them. And they just make, I mean, they're real cute. They're real cute to have because it's just like a serving of stuffing, you know. And I guess that's the way to tell people only this much stuffing. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it, 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 it is a kind of nice thing to do. Um, it's become a weird tradition in our family, so I'm sure hoping that it becomes a weird tradition in your family. Um, and like I said, you can use this stuffing with all kinds of other things. It's good with uh, chicken to make a stuffed chicken breast. With pork chop, you add a pinch of tarragon because that's a different spice flavor that's really good with pork. And that really perks it up a little bit. Or you can have these really, if you don't eat meat, you can have these at any time because they're actually very good. You can serve them with gravy over the top or without gravy over the top, however you want them. And the way that we do it where it's not actually stuffed inside of a turkey means that if you don't eat meat, it's just a regular side dish. It doesn't need to be inside of anything right. to still be good stuffing. Right. It just It's just a nice little side dish. So hope you like my stuffing recipe. I really like it. I think it's good and it's very flavorful. And it's not... The nice thing about this stuffing that I like is a lot of times stuffing is... Uh, the herbs in stuffing are very overpowering, especially like sage and thyme. There's so much herby flavor in them that it's just... It's too much. This is a, a very nicely mildly flavored stuffing with a lot of different flavors that combine and make it really good. So give it a try. And even if you don't try my stuffing, you can try my technique of putting your stuffing in the crock pot because stuffing a crock pot's better than stuffing a bird. <laughs> Let me know what you think of it. And as always, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Mary Mac Bakehouse, 
on Twitter at Mary Mac Podcast and Mobile Mary Mac, and on our website, MaryMacPodcast.com. Thanks a lot for listening if you did, and if you didn't, too bad for you.